Hello everyone, Wes here from The Basement Dwellers, a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to all activities most enjoyed by those who spend their time in the deepest, darkest, and dankest of basements everywhere. If you like anything and everything nerd culture, come check us out and subscribe to the show via iTunes, Google Play, or by visiting www.tbdpod.com. Previously with Recon 17. I am impressed. Only one recording session in and we've already had the... Fuck it. We're all done. (laughs) No. We're going to follow the mission conversation. It took three, three recording sessions with those murder hobos to get to that point. I'm fully expecting you all to go full Mad Max next session. So the funny thing is, is that I was the one that was telling Tim I was going to go full Colonel Kurtz from Apocalypse Now and start my own fiefdom in the apocalypse. I'm all for it. All right. So... attempt to cross town. Leave the city immediately by the shortest route. Absent members of the family will rejoin the family after they leave. The end was here. Nobody could stop it. But somebody named Morrow tried to help. With teams buried underground to help us survive after the end of the world. But something went terribly wrong. Instead of waking up, they lay sleeping in their tombs, unable to help. Some did get revived, and this is their story. The story of Tomorrow's End, Recon 17. Alright, you guys are screwing around, pushing buttons, looking at things. It is now daylight. Morning. About 8 a.m. Good morning. Good morning. Ish. The best to You're you not 100% morning. sure yet. K-E-L-L. According to Google Map, approximately half... Approximately how far would be that closest population like, center we saw? Closest population center. Um, we were probably about two miles out from it. A hundred years ago. Yeah, like two, three miles. You're about 1,800 feet away from uh, something that used to be there. That may still be there? Maybe. There's buildings. Why don't we, we talk get out of the range? Yeah. Get out on foot and just... Do a quick recon around the area. Hey, that's what I'm good for. Yeah, it's just cloudy now. The rain has stopped. The temperature is still chilly. This morning, it is a chilly 60 degrees. It's come up five degrees at least. Well, now the sun's up. If you guys want to go take a look, I'll stay in here with Hank, and we can double-check the vehicle, make sure all the systems are running properly. All right, for that, I'm going to take the M16. (laughs) That's a smart thing. Smart lad. Yeah, bring my personal weapon, too. You bringing, like, optics to look, or... Yeah, where's those binoculars? Right here, buddy. (laughs) Thank you. Why are you keeping them in your pocket? They should go in the case. But they were safe in my pocket for a second. That's how you get things scratched. Only if my butt's scratchy. So, yeah, we got our personal weapon... I got a pistol, so we got and the Benox. both of you are dressed like... Civilians. Civilians, okay. Yeah. Like plebeians. Okay, from looking at your Google Maps, you can see directly to the east is what looked like some equipment and buildings for the range that was right there. Mm-hmm. Looking at the last satellite imaging. Do you want to cut through the woods or you want to walk the trail? Well, we both look like civilians. Except you got a M16 and a crossbow. I'm going to leave the crossbow. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, we could take a couple. We could take the Mossbergs. Do we just have a double lot on those? Yeah, it's just it's Magnum Buckshot. If I'm a civilian, I've got plenty of those weapons. Yeah, but do you walk around outdoors with them? Sometimes. Uh, you want to bring your underwear. 16? I'll bring, uh, I'll bring the, one of the Mossbergs in my pistol. Okay, and I'm carrying my I'm carrying my pistol and my and my um, subcompact. I'm gonna leave my uh, personal weapon and grab a grab one of the Mossbergs and the machete. Yes. So as you guys head east. You guys both cannot over get over how freaking big these trees are on both sides. <laughs> there are smaller ones closer to the road, but they're huge. They're absolutely huge. How far are you guys going to go? How long? Uh, until we get close to those buildings. Well, we to where you think, uh, well, yeah, basically what it shows on Google Maps? Roughly, yeah, in okay. that area. When you get there, it you can see that it's overgrown. And at one time, there were not mm-hmm. trees here, but some have started to take root. Basically, the tall, tall, big, mean forest starts thinning down to smaller trees in this area. You see okay. what looks like shipping containers. It's the only thing you can think of. There's like things growing over them and on them. Um, you see rusty metal, but you can see the corrugated. That's what gave made you think about it because it's... You know, it, they, they were so normal to see any shipping port. You know that that 16 foot by 16 foot by 40 foot shape. You see several of those. Um, you see some ruins of what look like, if you start looking close, what looked like was a fence at one time. Okay. Let's hope one of the signs on this fence said careful minefield. Um, is there any sort of rise or anything? Nothing that you can... It's like a little tiny bit, but, you know... <laughs> You pull out the binoculars and just sweep through, sweep around. Okay, you sweep the whole area, and everything is just looks like time forgot this place. Okay, so no sign of human activity that we can see. No, you. If you do some serious inspection, it looks like there is some foot trails that went up in there, but that's about it. You want to go check out, see what might be these containers. Yeah, I'll okay. radio back to the to the truck. So, like, guys, we're seeing about how many f- containers do we see there? About five or six left. You didn't really, you know, if you would have taken a bunch of time, you would have seen yeah. the entire area. But you can see that there's, it certainly is not an active settlement where right. there's people. Okay. It's like, uh, we're going to check out, the, we have five or six um, shipping crates near, or shipping containers uh, not too far from here. Looks like there may have been people around here at some point. Okay. Keep us informed. All right. If you hear gunshot, we to leave our mic open. Yeah, you can do that, but nobody else can transmit when you do that. So when you leave your mic open, you're blocking the channel until you release. No, forget it. Man. While they're doing that, I, I want to do an experiment. I want to have him try to dial in some of his radio frequencies that he's getting the sweeping waves while I'm running atmospheric EM and RF monitoring okay to see if he's picking up any sort of a, a sweeping spike in, in our okay so while you want to hear what he's hearing during your tests or yeah i want to cross-reference what anything in the environmental em and rf every is time you hear from his radio a crashing sound you see a spike in electromagnetic is it cyclic is it it's cyclic and it's lower now that the sun's up it's lower now that the sun's up yes before it was pegging it now it's not pegging it. You can see that it's down low, and then every time it crashes, it goes higher, and then it goes down about low. You're not getting as much bounce off the ionosphere. But my character doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> closest contain what would look like be the closest. Oh, there's contain- one really close to near the road. There's actually one that's only about a couple hundred feet off of the well road, the path, the the big path area. You want to go investigate? Y- yeah. Okay. We'll go up. Go up slowly. Um, gun barrels down. Okay. You guys go up slowly, and it's just basically the edge of one. You go around it, and from what you can tell, the doors are open. And when you go down around and look in it, it's they're wide open, and it's empty for the most part. It looks like that maybe something's been in there. It looks like at one time maybe someone tried using it for shelter. Okay, we see like evidence of fire on the walls or anything? No, not, no fires in the walls, but you do see find evidence of at one time there was a fire pit out in front of it. Okay, okay that's what I was looking for. Fire means humans. Yeah, but looking pretty old. Oh, looking very old. It's There's very little left of the paint. Um, you see maybe a yellow K at one point okay. towards the middle of it. But you can't read. You all can't right. read all of right. it. It's all, it's all rusted and beta faded and bad. Yeah, paint is completely peeled off in most places. There's actually even holes in it in some areas. All right. You said there's a few of them. Let's take yeah, a look at there's the like four or five of them right here. All of them have been opened. One of them looks like there was a fire in it. As in someone burned with small fire, or as in a big fire inside? As in it burned. Okay. So there's a fire inside there. All right. You don't have no idea when. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even smell like burnt. Right. It just looks. You look at it and you can see kind of the evidence because you know metal will warp mm-hmm. and all that. All right. Okay. I'm gonna take the machete. I'm gonna go to that one fire pit in front of the other place. Okay. I'm gonna dig through the ashes. Okay. Are you gonna use any skills? Um, I'm gonna use hunting tracking. Okay. Hunting tracking. Give me a roll. All right. Oh, 55. That means that is a exceptional success, 10 exceptional successes. Wow. Um, you can tell that you think that this fire was approximately a year old, and what you find in it is nothing really interesting. You know, you're not finding, like, bones or things like that, but you are. you did find at the bottom that from what you can tell, this fire has been burning. Whoever, whoever made this fire had it here for a very long time because the actual bottom of the whole fire pit is a thick piece of glass. So, therefore, this has been hot and burning for several days. Okay. I'm going to like tilt that up with the, the edge of the machete. It's like, take a look at that. There you go. You got, like, you got a, a nice bowl of glass down there in the bottom. And only, that was also pretty hot. And for quite some time. Look how thick it is. Um, yeah. Actually, put this sheath machete, put my gloves on, see if I can pick it up out of the pit. Yes, you can pick it out of the pit. What else you get from this is because uh-huh. you pull that up and you dig it up, you also f- spot dog droppings that are incredibly, they, for some reason, they dried really hard and then survived the rains. So that means it was very, very dry for a long, for a time. long time before the before it started raining. Right. Okay. Oddly enough, you know, I've got gloves on. Pick one up. Break it open. Okay. You know it. You know it's a dog. So whoever these people were, they had canines. Or it may not just necessarily dry, but very cold. Well, it would probably have been dried out. It could have been cold too. I mean, that's one way or the other. But it was dry for a long time. They're very hard and brittle. Um, and yeah, I would go with cold because, I mean, given all this glass and everything, exactly. it probably kept the fire going 24-7. Uh, I'm not seeing any evidence of a reflector or anything like that around here, am I? 
No, no, you do not find anything like that. Here's the interesting thing to you. If from your history and your understanding of tracking from the modern world, people leave trash everywhere. And you expect to find you know, like bits of metal, bits of like plastic, like plastic bottles or glass. You find none of this. Yeah, they probably didn't have anything to work with. Hmm. Okay. But how thick is that glass bowl? Almost a half inch. This has been burning for a while. Yeah. Yeah, this has been burning for a while, quite a while. I mean, it might make for good trade. Will to Bjorn, Will to Bjorn, over. What's up, Will? How's it going out there, guys? Um, found evidence that there has been people here. Nothing really else at this point. I'll just do another quick look around and then we'll head back. All right. Yeah. You guys see anything on the road? Uh, nothing. Nothing yet. All right. We know there's okay. people out here. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are got out about a kilometer. As you guys are heading back and you're walking. All right. I need both of you to roll in and give me something under 50%. 43. I like that 40. And the 23. So we get the 40. So you spot it first. You see someone that look something on the road or on the trail straight to the west you're pretty certain it's moving and it's a dark figure. You're not sure if it's an animal or a person. It is not far from where the vehicle is. Drop down to the knee, motion to Jake, drop down, drop on, get on the radio. Uh, Will, there's something, person, animal, not sure yet, on the road to the west of the vehicle. Radio. I'm going call to. Call to Hank. Hey, Hank, do you see anything on the radar yet? Radar? Like proximity sensor? sensor? All your sensors. To the front? No. To the sides? No. Nothing is tripping any of your proximity sensing. Well, I'm going to active. I'm going to just scan myself. Visual. You see motion about on the roadway, through the trees and things like that, near the intersection about 30, 40 meters out. Can't get something clear. They are approximately in meters. How tall is six feet? Uh, two, two meters. 2.1 meters. 2.1. Okay. A little less than two meters tall. 1.5. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> something less. Okay. Something about oh around. Oh, my God. They're huge. Something oh. about 16 meters tall. No. Um, about between a meter and a meter and a half. You're not sure. You can't get a quick. You cannot get a clear view. It's motion. That's all you get. Tap Bjorn. I'm a tap Bjorn. Binoculars. Uh, do I have any optics on the? Uh, do I have any optics on the M16? Yes. You, well, you got an ACOG. Okay, so it's not going to be that much. Actually, actually no. Or is it a four? Is it like a four? It's like a two x. Two x. Five feet. Okay. I'm going to grab the binoculars and take a look. You're not sure. It's somewhere between one and two meters. You're not. A, it's not something small. But you did not get a clear shot. I saw something moving out there, guys. It's uh, about person size. Didn't get a good look. It disappeared into the wood line. I couldn't see it. Which side of the wood line did it go to? The left side. Opposite from the vehicle? Yes. Jake, let's move into the tree line. Just getting out of the side or its side? Yeah. Okay. Our side. Right side. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Jake will head into the woods, and he'll stealth up a little bit. Um, you guys are just going to wait there until it comes by. You're going to move forward. Slowly move forward. Do some stealth. Okay. Does our vehicle have a horn or any other kind of loud? Oh, hell yeah. Guys, watch the wood line for a moment. All right, stop what we're doing. All right. All right I'm going to bring the ACOG up. And I'm going to blast the air horn, see if anything moves. The Mossberg ready. Okay. 
you guys are ready, and all of a sudden you're startled by the sound of... And you see something come back out of the woods and stand in the road and looks like it's just standing right there. It's now about 10 meters away from you. You can't see them because of a tree's in the way, but you guys can see them. They're in the dead center of the road. Approximately how many? One person. Okay. As far as you can tell, bipedal. Okay. All right. This is, well, let's play locals. Uh, I'm going to step out. In, in, onto the woods because this came from the same side of the road as as we were, right? No, no opposite, opposite side. No, I mean the horn came from the same side yes. of, the, of the forest. Okay, well, if but you guys are farther down. Sensible, you guys are a lot right, farther but, down. But still, it came from the sound. Came came from the other side of the woods. So I'm on from our side of the woods. Uh, it, it was right. It, it was right after I told you guys to pay attention or to, just to watch. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't say specifically what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, so right. I figured. No, I, figured I figured you did something, <laughs> right? No, it just—it's one of those things. If this is where we get to play locals, I'm gonna come out of the woods, you know, moving like I'm scared, looking back at the woods. Okay, you're gonna run towards the figure. No, I'm not or... gonna. Go, I'm not gonna run towards the figure. I'm just gonna go out to the middle of the road, pointing the gun back at the woods, and is like, Bjorn, hurry up, get your ass out of there." I follow. Okay. I follow him. You know, like backing up, holding gun, and pointing towards the woods. Okay, you are close enough and you have a good enough view that you can tell it is a person and you can make out that they're looking at you now. Okay. Look over there. Look back. They're wearing dark clothing. And from what you can tell, there's, they're wearing something that's up over their head. Raise my right hand. Give them like a little wave. Try not to look threatening. (laughs) You get a hand, hand up in the air. The right hand and then it goes back down it, you see the their hand like hesitate they're unsure yeah, sling, the, sling the the mc16 yeah. um hold point like, the gun down and okay start um, slowly walking have towards both hands them. up have both hands up okay it's like um you know for, for a moment and then start moving their way with him okay so you're moving towards their direction yeah, slowly. While they're moving towards them, I'm getting ready inside the vehicle in case anything goes wrong. Okay. Um, as you guys get closer, when you get within a certain distance, they start backing up. Okay, stop. Stop. Hey, don't mean no harm. There's something out there. Say hello. Yeah. They're silent. They, you can clearly see. it. it they have a hood up. You can't tell gender. You can tell that there's a face. They're looking directly at Bajorn. Greetings. How are you doing? Um, actually, trying Spanish. Okay. Noches, oh, that's a good or, idea. Uh, these... That is a good idea. <laughs> oh, man, you get bonus points. If I, had, if I had a way of giving you guys bonus points. Okay. You caught the person off guard that they respond in Spanish and say, why are you dressed funny? Uh, dressed funny. You guys um, notice that this person is wearing basically what looks like furs and almost like a tarp over them. Their pants are bound. Honestly, actually, actually, knowing what Jake knows, um, Jake, you think this person looks like that they're an SCA reenactor? Okay, okay. So they're they I mean they I mean they're like full medieval. Uh, it's like why are you dress funny? Okay, uh, this is like oh <laughs> yeah, garbs and uh, garbs dirty. Um, it's, yeah, it's like dress funny. No wonder. 
Um, what kingdom are we in? Uh, is it still this, Trimeris? This would be Trimeris. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what Jake is saying. What kingdom are we in? Is this still Trimeris? I don't understand what Trimeris is. What is the name of the kingdom or the region? We're not from I'm around confused. here. Confused? Why are you? You wear clothing of those from before. We found these. Our clothes. We found a stash of clothes that. And they're very comfortable. We're we're not from here. We we were traveling south during our journey. We came across a cache. Us found this, these clothes. You found you you found a storage of the old ones. Small storage. Uh, yeah, a few things. Um, as a matter of fact, Pat do you trade not pack. understand how valuable this is? Oh, I think I do. The elders would pay dearly. Oh. Um. No, well, we understand. We we know exactly if, how, if, if uh, how lucky com- we are. It's just it was very comfortable and dry clothes at the time. So wait, where where do you where do you hail from? Um, it's like I'm from the eastern band of the Cherokee. What is the Cherokee? Uh, they live somewhat to the north. Very private people. Oh wait, you're 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 not from the north, are you? The people from the north are very violent. The people from the north have tried capturing us before. Oh, no, no, no. I understand. No, no. My people have my people have suffered greatly from the people of the north. I understand what you're talking about. Why do you think we came south? We yeah, we're trying to avoid them. So you're travelers. Yes. Yes, sir. Is it male or female? You still are not sure. I was like, my name is my name is Jake. And I am Bjorn. Dang it, you guys are going to make me come up with a name. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> Hold on. I should take you to the altar of the mouse. Ooh. Fuck that. <laughs> so my, my name is Juan. Juan, I am Bjorn. This is Jake, as he said. Do you live um, nearby? I, I am a... I'm a courier. Fallout in me, man. I carry messages from city to city. Or town to city. Doesn't know what a city is. I, I, I take I carry messages from village to village. Oh, which village were you heading to? Make me ask another <laughs> friggin' name. <laughs> oh, is the village you're heading course. to close? Actually no. I'm just a minute. I'm back in I'm back in my project mind. Um oh, someone wait about this. No. <laughs> no. Centralia. Centralia. Okay. I'm is on that, my way to Centralia. Is that far from here? It's about another day from here by walk. Oh, okay. Yeah, we came on this road, um, and we, we... It looked like people traveled it fairly often, and we found what looked like an old settlement not too far from here. Oh, you mean the... The containers of old, or I... Yeah. People, yeah, people I guess, will... If the weather gets bad, people will hold up there. It's a shelter. Oh, the rains were were bad last night. They really were. That wind was something ter- terrible. Well, what do you mean cold? It's been unseasonably warm recently. Well, with these clothes, they don't they don't stop the yeah yeah, the, yeah these clothes. <laughs> The, these clothes of old are thin and stuff, so... Oh, that makes sense. That makes sense. So why are are you out here hunting? Are you... Why are you traveling well, we have, this road? 
Well, I mean, we're trying to get away from the people of the north. Um, and, well, I mean, we have basically a, a fortune worth of good stuff. I mean, we found some other things. You have and what? Uh, it's Are you traders? A, yes, yes, we have. Really? Yes, get yes, the we guns are. ready. We, we, we have some. Yes, we we have a. We have trade. We are traders. We have some things to trade. Not a lot. We've lost some due to the people from the north, but we ha- we still have a few things to trade. Oh, you should you should absolutely go to Centralia. There's a huge market there. Oh, great! Really. Are you, is and that if you, have, you were going for? If you, well, I'm going to Centralia simply to deliver a message, and then if, then I will be heading north. Oh, where will you be oh. heading to? I will be heading north to a couple of small. I have a route that I make. I make all the way to Centralia. I go north to the next small town. I then head back over towards the Gulf, and then make my way back down the coast. Oh. How long does your route take you to do? Well, I hope to try to get back all the way towards the south, towards the very tip by the by the time winter comes around. So it takes a year. I count I, every year. I do my same circuit. Oh, it takes you a year to do your circuit. Yes. Okay. I come north and during the summer, and I head back south during through the winter oh. to avoid all of the cold. No doubt. Huh. Well then, um, so you're heading south right now or north? He's heading east. He's heading east to Centralia. Um, well, maybe um, it, I, I presume there is safety in numbers. When, yes, I've heard that. When you know and you can trust the others, yes, there is always safety. There is that. I understand. And you don't know us. Uh, will you be in Centralia for long? I may spend a couple of nights there until I get another message and then move no, on. No, this is, this is terrible. I can't hear shit that's going on up there. I'm sitting there. We, we can't hear anything. They're I'm sitting there in the guy. vehicle, waiting, silence. Hank and I are staring at each other waiting <laughs> well, for shit to go south. You play cards, man. Well, I, well, do, I do have four decks of cards in my, well, my bag. Well, Let me give them something to play. There you go. Here you go. You guys are playing. Oh, sorry. Five decks of cards. You're playing business card battle game. Hmm. One, I, <laughs> I respect you. You know, I, I respect you. Understand you being hesitant about us following. You know, traveling with you. But, um, you know, hopefully we'll we will. Same. We will be eventually heading in that direction. So hopefully we will see you when we get to Centralia, and you will still be there. Wait, I heard a giant metal beast. <laughs> you didn't hear shit. Was was that something in your pocket? <laughs> well, I I need to be on my way. Very well. One, um, can you give us directions? Uh, Can you give us directions to Centralia? I know this trail looks like it splits in at least a couple of places. Oh, good, good (laughs) question. (laughs) Basically, you are told go east until you find the basically the old road that goes south. It is the road that is. How did she? How would she? How would he describe this? Um, It is a ancient trail. That is broken, but hard in places, harder than any dirt can become. Oh, we've seen... It's an old highway. We, we've, seen, we've seen trails like that before. So you continue east until you, until you run into this, the, the main trail, and then head south along the trail, and it will take you straight to some... It is about a day's journey. As long as the weather is nice. If it's raining, then absolutely longer. So, 
we we bid farewell to Juan. I say we we keep walking direction Juan came from, acting like you know we're looking around and stuff, and wait till Juan is out of sight. Oh yeah, not a problem. It takes about fifteen minutes, and you see him going down the roads further. You see that he's near the place where you guys were checking out. He looked that way a couple of times. You can see that he's looking to see if there's anybody there. And then he looks the other way, and it looks like he got distracted by something and went off again the other side of the road. Yeah. I would dare say the way he was dressed and his comments about the weather and knowing that we know that there was a rock that was causing an extinction level event. Um, I mean, if, if it is this warm after such a thing, we might be well past our... Well, are, are scheduled and i'm thinking also looking at the size of some of these these trees we're seeing i think we're looking at 100 plus years yeah we're we're a lot more than 20 years out yeah, I we're looking past at, our sell by date looking yeah looking at the the deterioration of those uh containers we found the way he's describing the roads just everything uh we're definitely a century plus shit now okay. the question is, we start showing up with a vehicle. Yeah, we have we have to keep that hidden for the love of God. Even the civilian clothes we we pack we packs we have are going to stand out significantly. I have a feeling. So what yeah. we need to do is we need to make medieval. I think clothing. we need to at least recon, not necessarily going, but recon what Centralia. And get a lay of the land and see what we're looking at here. Did you guys happen to find any camouflage netting in the back of the truck when we were going through things? No! Ha! Okay, Make look, your own guys, ghillie suit. Uh, yeah. No, um, I meant for the vehicle. We, no, oh. we're going to have to, oh, we have we're camo have to make something. Oh, don't we have camo netting for the vehicle? No, we don't. Uh, okay. Somebody can... needs to shoot a Morrow Project Planner. Well, you guys were expected to be the saviors of humanity, so you would roll in, and you were not going to be out of place. Yes, but I fear that right now, if we rolled into a village with this thing, as soon as we stepped out, we'd be grabbed and burned at a stake for witchcraft. Or worshipped as gods. gods. There you go. (laughs) Let's go right straight there. It's it's kind of like a 60-40 proposition where most of the people are paranoid enough that they're going to think that you're up to something and think you're bad. More than they are, you're good, and they're going to worship you. And they're going, or, oh, look at this. I want. Yeah. Give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. And we get cut, our throats cut in the middle of the night, because only four of us. So, well, yeah, we're definitely. all of you has to sleep at the same time. But we're definitely going to have to be careful. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, fortunately, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty good at. I mean, my my major was history, medieval and colonial history. So I'm I can kind of fit in fairly well, and I can make some of the stuff that we need to look like we belong. Well, like I said, let's let's see how close we can get to Centralia and yeah. see what we can. And I'm sure by also you know I I should say no we know this, but I can probably guarantee Juan will be talking about us. So if we, you and I, show, if you and I at least show up, people will sort of be it's 
expecting to see us at least. So if we show up in the civilian clothes, it won't be as big of a shock. Right, we won't stand out quite so bad. Uh, you'll probably still be gawked at, though. Oh, no, no, definitely will, but he was in total shock. He's like... Well, my concern at the moment now is that we are going to be moving at a snail's pace along this road to make sure we don't pass him in the big... Well, we can hang out here for another day because he should be in Centralia by tomorrow or tonight. We could head further south, though, and see where he came from. East or west. Or at a crossroad. You can go south. True. You can go east. You can go west. You can go north. And he came from the west, right? Yes. He he came directly from the west. So we could go, yeah, west. I'd be curious to see what he was looking at on the other side of the road. True. Yes, definitely want to do that. Um, All right. Jake, you and I, want you want to head down there with me? We already have a local reputation, right? Yeah, so we'll walk down. We'll head down to where... Okay, you're going to head down towards where he was? Yeah, and check right, the you other side. head down there and you go towards... you When you get down there, which is past... Hey, we're going to take the truck to the point that he like looked off to the side for a moment. And then, okay, so you guys are going to just drive there? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. no. We're that that point where he he like looked off to the side. That's like right near where your truck is. We're gonna check that out while they walk okay. on. When you get there, you guys find basically what looks like a dead deer. So it looks like he was inspecting whether or not was this killed or what. Technically, looking, well, see I'm if it was an animal. See if it was killed. I'm also gonna look at it. Also, see if it was any good. Yes, you see that there are what looks like an animal took this down. What kind How of animal? How big of an animal? Um, something that has um, claws. It looks like the rear end, it was attacked from the rear, like it was running. And big claws, big claw tears, and whatever it was started eating it. Could be a panther. How much do they leave of the animal? It's only half there, and but it looks like it's been there for a while. It's not like fresh. Do not leave the vehicle unless you're armed. Yeah, definitely. As Whether you guys walk down to where next, you saw I share him. this with the two that are walking. Okay. As you guys walk down, you walk walk along, and you, you're where you were where you saw all the containers. And you look, and you turn the direction he was looking, and all you see is trees. And you keep inspecting, you keep looking, you walk in a little bit, and you finally see there's a building in there. There's a building in behind the trees. Guys, hey, yeah, get on the radio, guys. There's some building in. I, I think that was the spot that we were saying we wanted to check out when he was walking and looked the other direction. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Meet us down here. You, if you go and inspect, it's an old building. All the windows are obviously broken out and everything else. It looks like someone at one time has been here. It looks like there is evidence of human habitation, but it's very well hidden. It looks like nobody, whoever has been going back here has been making sure to not follow a straight path, but to go out and around so that the path is not obviously straight in. How fresh does it look? Can it you tell that, Jake? He can tell um, when he takes a look. It doesn't look like someone's been here for very, in a very long time. It's not recent, but you saw Juan go there, and you haven't seen him on the road since. Right. Either maybe Juan uses that as a, during his travels. 
Could be. Let's leave it alone because this, if this is a caravan sari or some of some sort, we want to leave it intact. We don't want to mess with it. Mess with it. Yeah. We don't want to make it look like somebody has been here. So we're gonna do our best to cover our tracks on the way out. Um, so are you guys going to go back to the vehicle? Is the vehicle gonna go south to try to avoid Juan? Juan and his wonderful. Looking at our map, how far south does the road go? Straight? Does it go? Looks like it goes a good couple miles. If you look at the Google Maps and the Google Satellite stuff that you have copies of, it looks like it goes two miles south and then immediately turns and heads east again. And looking on the map, going by his directions, we headed east and we... Do we come across a major... What would have been a a highway? Yes, you can go around him. Well, not just that. Is there anything that would be... And not necessarily called, not, not necessarily called Centralia, but is there any sort of population? Oh, okay. You're trying to figure out where Centralia is? What? Yeah. Okay. If you guys sit down and look at all your maps and everything, what makes sense to you that would be about a day's walk brings you to any kind of a city that is near Lake Monroe? Typically, what you probably guessing right around Sanford. Okay, it's going to be a more than a day's walk from Ocala. And you're going. You guys are going off of your maps, right? And I know things will ha- will have changed. That's why I just want to try to get a rough idea of what he of what Basically, might be in that if area. You, if you look at what from what he told you, go east until you hit a highway, or basically what he told you was a highway, and then go south. That's going to end up in that area near DeBerry, Sanford-ish. He did not mention a lake. Which means at this point there may not be a lake anymore. It may have dried up. It may have moved. It may be a sarlacc. But, all right, so we have a, I'm just trying, uh, we we have a rough idea where we are, what we know of where, we have a rough idea where we're located. Yeah. Let's okay, go my, west. my thought is is mm-hmm. that there is looking at Google Maps, there is another highway that is just four miles east of us that if we take it south is gonna take us to Mount Dora, not Sanford. Give so, it a try. Nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mount Dora sounds like a, a closer option by foot. But I mean that that's gonna be the first first road that matches his description that we're gonna come across. So if Trust you, the you, GM. Rush in quickly with your vehicle. If you guys want to head south, if we can go south and then east, so go south through the woods, right. or follow that, follow that this rough trail. cut track south and then east. Try and circumvent. If he's a courier between villages, that means that there means that there's a substantial population. We are going to pass somebody at some point in time. We may be putting ourselves at a disadvantage by trying to stay off road. We might as well just stay on the road and drive because someone is going to see us at some point in time. Going off-road is just increasing our chances of physical, mechanical problems. (laughs) This is how legends are made. Yeah, I'm just... The question is, do we... How soon... How soon Keep going, I'm just getting cold. How soon do we want to make our presence known I, I really would like to stay as hidden as possible only because we have this much technology like compared to their For, well yeah can see well it, it's all going to be relative okay they're going to see us at some point in time right. it's not going to make any difference as to whether it's now or it's a week from now and we can't hide this we're yeah, not we can't we hide are this not fucking... going to be able to hide this 
the best thing we can do is strategize how to protect right we have that, and that's, because they're going to find out i would not be surprised if juan's in the woods right now watching us drive through at this very moment true and i think right now also i hate saying it our mission it doesn't exist what yeah we don't have a mission anymore our mission is to survive no. our, our no, mission that's, that's part of our is generation. still to reestablish society nobody yeah. said that there was a time frame for reestablishing society now the fact that they are still here and they still have some sort of governance and some sort of communication shows that there's some civility left in humanity it is our job to make sure that that survives and that really is our mission damn you guys didn't figure out what tribe Juan was from the way he's saying that he is on the road all the time he just meets our route and his route takes him all year long He's a post-apocalyptic paper boy. What Hank was saying is that we should probably just keep following the trail. Don't do much wear and tear on the vehicle, only because we don't want to have to pull over to the side of the road. That dude's shiny and new right now. Try and yes, fix but that I am shit. pretty sure that we're not going to be able to get AAA to come towing us out of a ditch. What do you think you guys were learning in South America? We do need. We can always try to make our way to base. That's Colorado, gentlemen. Well, well Kissimmee, where we flew into. Oh yeah, you could do that. That you do know that location in Avon Park. Yep, you know of that location, too. I mean, we could try to find out if there are any of the other teams. I say we go for Avon Park first, because that was our main rally point before. Let's see, we can go from there. See if there's any caches there. Okay, well, here's the thing. We have we have caches marked on our on our maps, right? Yes, you do. Your computer system can tell you exactly where all your caches are. And if your computer okay, system so ever gets blown up, you guys will lose them forever. Unless we can make no, we back up somehow. We already thought of that. Yes. Okay, so... Can we print out a map? No, you have no printer paper. Yes, but Damn I, them. But, but I have it's a 7 It's a good inch. thing I have those three six-petabyte drives in my personal cache. Or, you know, like the little pocket notebook that you have. Those are you just could too write easy. down, like, information yes. of a location. Okay. Um, well, what Jake is going to do is actually do some hand-drawing of maps. Okay. Well, then I'm going to give them... I'm going to actually give them to our navigator of where cache one, two, three, and 4 is. What would be our closest cache? Well, I would rather get it now when we have a truck rather than us going south not knowing what we find and being without a vehicle and have to get all the way back up here to get it. All right, so let's go grab I it then. blow up your vehicle right away. Don't wait till the next session. I should not plan on doing anything, but I prepare for it happening anyway. If Well, if this one's close, let's find it. How many miles away is it? It's pretty much next door to our boat hole. All right, well, let's, let's go back. So we're going to take the road. All right. It, it is very <laughs> literally like 200 or 300 feet due east of our boat hole. So we probably went right over it when we're driving. It's very possible. Okay. Motherfucker. Where do we have our boat hole? Where, where is it showing our boat hole is on, on the maps? Our boat hole was in the middle of the bombing range. If you look at Pine Castle Impact Range, you'll see the circle road that goes around it. Then there's a north-south road about a about 2,000 feet west of that. The bolt hole was in the middle of that field west of that road and this got it okay this cache is about right off the road okay R- roughly roughly it, it's probably within with an eye shot of the bolt hole if we are in the middle of that bombing range do unexploded ordinance yeah free ammo you guys look at it as a negative i look uh-huh. at it as a positive uh free ammo that could explode at any freaking time because well, a it's a hundred plus years old ammo and, so is supposed to explode and b it's been sitting out in the elements all right so 
Hank, you want to drive us back to the bolt hole, buddy? You oh, got you're it. going home already. <laughs> I get it out on the road and I open it up. Oh, I need some rolls. This requires drive skill. Really? Just driving on the road? Drive. So you guys are going to cache location number one. Okay. Numero you're numero. there as far as, as close as accuracy can get you. Right. Um, we have ground pending trading radar. In yes, front. Yes, you do. I think we need to make use of that. So you're going to drive around in That's that area, trying to like do an, like a search pattern or whatever? All right. Wait, do we have um, a magnetometer on this thing? We have ground penetrating radar. Yeah, in the front, aiming down at about the 20, basically right within about 10, 20 feet in front of the thing. It can sense whether or not it, there's any lines mine or things. Yeah. 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 It will sense anything that is solid. And it, okay, after you guys drive around a few times, you find a something that says, beep, there is something 10 feet directly in front of the vehicle. Go you grab guys a get shuttle. out there, and you look around, and you find a chunk of concrete that has a bronze circle in the center of it. Let's uh, see what the circle is. Uh, about a six-inch circle, four-inch? Eh, it's about four-inch. It's got a dot in the middle, plus it says USGS and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes, yeah, yes, geological yes, survey marker. Pull up the uh, the long ago interwebs and see if I can find a USGS marker. No, the actual system. true USGS marker for this location is actually about 250 meters away. Well, I believe we're here. And we've been trained that these are standard bar project things, right? Yeah. Yep. This is benchmark number 17. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. All right. You guys start digging? Yes. Where? Directly underneath right it? underneath it. Okay. Well, you actually, guys find let's see if there's any directions well, under it. it. Yeah. I think what we need to do is just try to figure out how big it is. Well, if you guys start digging straight down from it, you run into what feels like a concrete lid. Uh, okay. Do we have tow chains on the, oh, on the yeah. truck? Yeah. Let's see if we can find a way to fasten them onto this concrete lid and pull it off. Approximately how deep was this? This was about seven feet down. Ooh. At the end of the, the, the post, that's where it was. So the post is actually directly part of the concrete coming up. You you guys need already know you've you've been told that you need to dig around and try to find the hatch. Okay. Okay. And the hatch should be within a few centimeters of the post that is attached. Okay. All right. Okay. So as you do, you find the post, you find the the hatch, and you can tell that it is it's actually not concrete; it's actually aluminum. And around you feel around the aluminum, you clear it all off. You can see the aluminum hatch, actually about six inches wide, all the way around the edge of the hatch, of what looks like black rubber. And that one point has what looks like a keychain ring stuck in the rubber. You've got to pull it to break the seal. How's the rubber looking? Well, the rubber, it's cracked and all that, but it looks okay. So it's, it's still solid, but there's cracks in the surface. It's definitely been a while. Give it a pull. It's been a minute. <clears throat> you grab the ring and start pulling, and attached to the ring is a stainless steel braided cable, and it starts cutting through the rubber. Pulling, yeah, breaking the seal. So as you keep pulling... You keep pulling all the way around, and it comes back around to where you started, and it pulls, but you feel like there's some more give. If you keep pulling on the ring, what comes up is a chain with a bigger ring. Reach down, gently grab the bigger ring, give it a yank. And you give it a yank, and the whole lid opens. There we go. And what you see inside is a what looks like a giant black plastic bag. Huge. That's all you see is just uh, from the opening, just black plastic in front of you. Well, we know it's sealed. 
Yep. Got to take a pull are, are out we his, able uh, to lift it? Oh, you can try to lift that bag. Knife. There's not a chance. So we have to, okay, Jay, to cut us, the bag open. Push knife. Yeah, cut the bag open. Okay, you cut the bag and it, and and you feel air like pressure rushing out of it. You you it, like air is coming out. There's a positive seal. Nitrogen. They, they probably stored it in nitrogen. After a couple of minutes, it's it stops. Like the air stops. You keep cutting, and you see a whole wheel assembly with the tire on it. Will it fit out the hatch? Yeah, yeah, it'll fit right out the hatch. It barely fit in the hatch. So you can you can absolutely work it out, and then underneath it you see boxes and boxes, okay. and well, some like ammo. more black va- bags. Start tossing the boxes up. Well, okay, get, yeah. Let's get the wheel out. And yeah. Then, yeah, start pulling well, them. Okay, the wheel. So you let's pull the wheel, the wheel out. On the hinge, on the then there's on some the... black, um, large black vat bags that feel like that they're they've been vacuum compressed. You bring those out. There's some boxes. Um, several boxes, and then you find what looks like a paint can in the bottom, and then what looks like a a air cylinder. It's about oh, I would say fifteen twenty centimeters. No, no, about thirty centimeters long, about ten centimeters in diameter, and has a valve on the end. Question in the, our computer: Does it have a inventory list of what would be in the cache? No. Okay. Is there one inside the doors? No. All right. I'm going to take this little air canister, go about 20 yards away, and open the valve. Oh, the, it's, wait, wait, there's nothing in it. There's nothing in it? Nothing okay. in it, now. The valve looks like it was open. It, it looked like that there was a pull string valve on it. That's what it used oh, to this, inflate this the bag. the nitrogen canister. Okay. So it was just the nitrogen. And then next to that was a what looked like a gallon paint can with a whole bunch of holes poked in the top. Desiccant, maybe. Correct. Inside of it is a bunch of granular blue and white and orange. So you got several black bags and several boxes. Let's get everything into the vehicle. Okay, well, it's going to fits. get cramped. You got a lot of stuff to bring in. This is about three cubic meters worth of stuff. Let's open let, the let, boxes let's, first. Let's go. No, let's get everything out of here. Get the bag out, and let's find what we can put on the top Roof. of the vehicle in the bag and secure it down, and then get uh, out of here. Roof. Oh, you're taking even the big, the big bladder bag? Well, just as a, a weather protectant on the roof of the vehicle. Okay. Well, yeah, it's, it's useful in and of itself on for, on other, other we levels as well. probably use it to yeah, put, make a netting or something from it. Sure. We can hide bodies with it. Make them all meth. <laughs> no, there you go. Come on. We got to start your meth lab. <laughs> we got to start the meth lab. Not this right. episode. So Please. you guys load everything up. It's now very cramped. There's a lot of stuff in here. Welcome to okay. Hank and Fetus' Three meth lab. Three cubic meters worth of goo. All right, so now we need to decide where we're heading. Um, I think we should head east to that first highway. According to the map, That's we can take that down to the Mount Dora area. So is that supposed if, to be Highway 19 on Google? Yes, and okay. if we don't find anything there, we have the option of hopping on 46 and taking that east to the Sanford area. Ancient 46. And we could, uh, if we come across some... And if I talk like I've driven that route before in a Mini Cooper, it's because I have. Tomorrow's End is played with the Morrow Project version 4.0 game system available from Timeline LTD at www.timelineltd.com. We also use, with permission, the Ambient Sound Collection from TabletopAudio.com. Check them out for a ton of ambient soundscapes for your tabletop RPG sessions. Until next time...